Welcome back to yet another Cali podcast. Drew and Evan are back in here today. Uh, I say that because Cali has taken this, or one of our friends has taken our podcast hostage. Um, uh, it's been, a, yeah, Drew, how's it going? So yeah, we've been. This is our first week back. We took a week off. It was fun. Um, today, Cali, like I said, our friend. Uh, wanted us to do a special review of her one of her favorite movies of all time, but we'll save that because I want to know what Drew has seen lately. Um, the main thing I've seen is I saw Cruella. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. How how was that? I actually really liked it. Did you? It actually got good reviews. I was kind of surprised. It, I, I was kind of surprised. Like, um, I'll say this is that the one aspect of it is that it has similar to Suicide Squad, unfortunately, where, like, every scene, they put a pop song behind it. Mm. Like, every scene almost has one. Like, Is, uh, is this their solution to Harley Quinn? Yes. It absolutely okay. is. They, it was, <laughs> the, the one nice thing about it is that they made this movie, in a lot of ways, a series of small heist movies. Oh, okay. So, like... Um, like it's her. She wants to like she um, when she's a little girl. She loses this necklace on the property of the main villain of the movie, the rich duchess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then years later, as like you know, when she's grown up, she finds out that she has it. So like it's right. a big thing of that. Like that's her plan is that she's going to take her down and get the necklace back because it's important to her. Yeah. <laughs> and so um. So you see, like her and like the two, like in the movie, like in the original cartoon, like her two, like I, I don't know, I- idiots that she has, car- like henchmen. I guess that's a good word for it. Sure. Like they're, like they're more like her friends now in this, uh. and like they like they get like they help her and stuff. Like they're all um, criminals. Like they all like literally <laughs> just go like they go at the beginning of the day to the end of the day, just like pickpocketing. Doing cons, stuff like that. Huh. And they turn it all onto him. Um, the the guy is also uh, in that Richard Jewell movie. Um, I Tonya too, the big heavy guy. Oh, um, oh Jesus, what the hell's his name? <laughs> uh, he's got three. Oh man, <laughs> keep going. I'll I'll find it. I can't think of it, but but he he actually is very funny in this. Is he? He has a very terrible um, accent, like British accent, but he's actually like very, very funny. He's a highlight. Paul, Paul Walter Hauser. Yes, there we go. He he is a highlight of this movie. Um, like I said, they do a lot of cool stuff in it. Um, I really enjoyed it actually. It's it it's a bit long, but I mean, really, it's it's fine. Oh, okay. What else? I mean, is... Yeah. Oh. I'll check it out. I like I said. So I love Emma Stone, and uh, I saw the reviews. I'm like, huh? Yeah, she's really good in it. Um, like, you know, like I said, like there's a lot of fun scenes. I don't want to spoil it, really, because mm-hmm. like I, I saw the like the plot twist coming of mm. that movie. Let me but... guess. Cruella turns bad. <laughs> Honestly, um, I mean, of course they have to try and make her a little bit of like Harley Quinn antihero, where it's like she's bad, but then like you also root for her. Yeah, kind of a thing. <laughs> gotcha. Um, let's see what. Uh, oh, I also watched Across the Universe. The, Across uh, the universe. 
the you've never seen it. It's the Beatles not. musical. Oh, okay. So yeah, so um, this was like what two thousand six ish or so, or maybe oh, they know. went ahead and they made um, they took a bunch of the classic Beatles songs and they made a story around them, pretty much. Okay. Um, and if you're if you like the Beatles, it's really fun. Uh, they do like a lot. So, you know, sometimes they'll change up the covers and stuff for the songs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I I love that movie. I like the Beatles and everything. So, it... what was the movie we never saw? Where <laughs> I can't remember what that was called, but everyone forgot who the Beatles were in oh, songs. Did you end up seeing that? Yeah, I saw it. I what saw was... it uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Was that any good? It's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, I know it's going to go into a tangent, but like the weird thing with yesterday is that like by the end of the movie, um, like the fa- like the fame of being the guy who wrote, you know quote unquote wrote all these fantastic songs has gone to like to his head and stuff. Yeah, and like he, you know, he like the girl that he likes at the beginning, and like and like they don't have a relationship yet, but. It's, one of those things where like the feelings are there and it's mutual, blah, blah blah whatever, and so like by the end, of course, he wants to like confess, you know, his love for her and stuff, like on the biggest stage and stuff, and it's gonna be this big movie moment, and like he doesn't, and like the song he picks to sing it to dedicate to her is a song from their childhood and not a Beatles song. Oh. Like it's which is so, like oh what a cop out uh, yeah, yeah like oh. it, on one hand like. Like I get it. Like they're um, the song "Wonderwall" from Oasis. Is that the song you chose? Yes. Oh, come <laughs> because on! Because that's the, the first song that she heard him play uh, well, when I they guess, were well, when they were I, like when they were teen, like when they were like thirteen or whatever. I can okay. Here's what I can maybe I can see is since the movie is that he's the only one that remembers the Beatles, and he's getting. Oh, I'm sure he's getting all this fame from it. That. The song he's going to choose for her isn't what he's getting all of his fame from. Is I, that is that kind of where I'm going going with it? Did I get that right? No, I I, I don't know what I don't know what the whole point of it really is. Like, oh, all right, I really don't. Just because like it's one of those things where like you're building up, you're building up, you're building up to this moment, and then like the song you pick is not a Beatles song in a Beatles movie. Yeah, I can see why that's bogus. Like that, like that was just my point of view on it. Yeah, Although no, it was, okay. it's funny. Um, there was one very funny part in that movie. Um, was just that uh, he does Ed Sheeran, who plays himself a version of himself. Uh, they meet or whatever, and like the idea is like he um, it's like oh wow, you're such a great songwriter coming out of nowhere and everything. It's like how about this? <clears throat> like they're like like they're hanging out or whatever. Like, <clears throat> and he's um Ed Sheeran. Like, all right, challenge. We, uh, we go separate for 20 minutes and we come back and we sing a song. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we see who makes the better song. So they go away and Ed Sheeran makes up a song. And it's, it's a nice song, whoever he plays it. And then um, the main character goes out, gets on the piano, and plays The Long Winding Road, which is like one of the <laughs> best Beatles songs. Yeah. The best song, Carrie, Know the Man. And that's it's fine. And like, after he gets done playing it, it's really, it's dead silent and like the, and like wherever they're in. Yeah. And, and, and like the one, like the guy who's like gonna be the host, like the judge and host or whatever of the competition is like, all right, I guess we're gonna, 
We're going to see who won. And all of a sudden, Air Sheeran just cuts off like, no, no, we're not. He he won. He's he's the best. And he just like leaves like like completely like depressed, just and, like, defeated, just utterly destroyed. That's awesome. Uh, huh. But anyway, they mean to get you off on a tangent from yesterday. Yeah. But... Sorry uh, what else did you see? That's about it, really. Other than what we've seen, the homework that we've been having. Yeah, I'm shocked. I really thought you were gonna nobody me. Hmm. I thought you were gonna pull a nobody on me. Oh no no no! No, I have better things to do than see that. No, no, no. I thought, really? I No, do you not know the movie I'm referencing? No. The one that just came out? Nobody? No. Like, well, what did I do to you with nobody? Oh, 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 oh. No, no. We're going to save that one. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. I, th- I, was, I was so expecting it. I'm like, he's going to say that he's... I thought it was going to be what you were going to start off with. No, <laughs> no, I do want to. Re- I want to have a real conversation about that, but I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it probably this week. Are you? Are you? Are you going together or no? No. All right, I'll watch it on my own time then. It's on HBO Max still. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. I really was. Ha- I expect that. Like he's going to drop it on me. I know he's. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because oh, but I actually for uh, the trailer Corella. One of the trailers. It was it was just a scene straight out of that movie. Was it? Yeah, and it's beautiful. Like that. Like that was the moment. Like that. Oh, was, you texted what, me. Yeah, that. I texted you. Like yeah. after that, I'm like, I need this. Like it's not a want. It's a need. That's why I'm so shocked you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I will. I will. We did it. We did have a lot of homework this week, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, aside from the homework, I only saw one movie that was outside of it and it was a quiet place part two yeah and i liked it a lot very good movie i mean a quiet place i loved a lot i think it actually the year it came out a quiet place made my top 10 list um right now i feel like a quiet place part two will also be on it i don't know we got a lot to see still um took a little bit of the heart out obviously john spoilers for a quiet place John Krasinski does not make it out of the first one. What? Mm-hmm. I've, yeah, I've, to- I, I've told you this already. No, you have not. I. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. I showed you. I watched. Showed you the whatever. That was not me. All right. Um. So he 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 makes a, he's in the intro. He comes in. It's a flashback to day one of when the aliens first fall to Earth. Uh, so he's in that. And he's it's a very good intro, and he's in it. I think maybe it's good because he was in it, but it's still very good because uh, Killian Murphy comes in, who is getting a lot of roles and work lately, which is good. I like Killian Murphy. Um, I, I don't want to spoil the rest of you know Quiet Place Part Two. Quiet Place has been out for a while, but um, Quiet Place is very good. Uh, it's very suspenseful. Uh, I mean, you see a little bit more of the monsters, but we had already kind of seen them in the first one. Um, they're still equally as you know terrifying, in a sense. Um, the kids are obviously a little older now, and they don't try to hide that. I like they don't even try. They're just like, ah, screw it. They're older. Get over it. Um, Emily Blunt kind of takes a back seat in this one. Uh, it's more of the oldest daughter and Killian Murphy kind of lead the show on this one. Really, I thought that this would be her movie. Yeah, I I kind of did too, and it was a lot of back and forth between because they split up. Um, 
But in my opinion, I feel like Emily Blunt did not have that much screen time compared to the first one. Hmm. Um, but there's, you know, not a spoiler, but there's probably going to be a third one. Um, but no, I like The Quiet Place Part 2. I, I, I thought it was a very great sequel. Um, I saw some hits that on the criticism that he didn't take any, like, risks and take any chances, but I think makes just equally as a great movie. Um, no, I like The Quiet Place Part 2. Like I said, I don't want to speak too much because I know it's been out for a while. It's only in theaters. I don't know if people are, you know, waiting off and seeing it in the theater because it's not like these other movies we've been talking about that have been on Netflix or come out on HBO or something like that. So I like the, I, I like Romantic Quiet. If you like A Quiet Place, you're going to like A Quiet Place Part 2. All right. I'm a Ding Dong Deluxe. Gosh. All right, so uh, let's get into the homework. Yeah, which is um, so. Well, well, first, actually, we have to thank our sponsor today. We have a new sponsor for this episode in particular. Yes, and it, our sponsor uh, today's episode is brought to you by Callie, who is a professional prankster and hostage taker. My best friend. <laughs> Drew's new best friend. My newest uh, best friend. If you ever need a prank pulled on somebody, visit Callie, and the link will not be in the bio. But <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yes, if you need, or if you need a, 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 a podcast that needs taken hostage, uh, visit Callie. Again, link will not be in the bio. Um, so Callie's favorite movie. Of all time is Napoleon Dynamite. And I'm sure by now everyone knows Napoleon Dynamite at this point. And this movie is full of nonsense. <laughs> but <laughs> can't even describe it. I've known Callie for a very long time. Callie, I've been friends with Callie. I was friends with her. I met her brother in first grade. And so we just become for like over the year. I mean, we obviously I'm friends with her too. So I've known her for a very, very long time. But when I, I do, I can tell you when I watch this movie, I know what gets her laughing. Like I know what is said and she's been quoting it almost our whole life. So maybe for me, I know what makes her laugh for you. You might be like, confused, like how is this her favorite? But go ahead. Well, let's review, let's review Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Um, so I don't even know how to even describe this movie. Like, like a good plot summary of it. It says centers on a teenager in high school named Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And his day-to-day misadventures of just being the most obnoxious child to ever exist. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's definitely trying to be obnoxious. He just is. He just is. Um. And also, you follow along also with his um brother who's much older than him i think right i think he said he was like 35 or something yeah like 32 i think yeah or 32 yeah yeah like his older brother who still lives at home with him uh and and then also his grandma who gets hurt in the course of the movie they live with their grandma they don't it's unexplained where their parents are they just live yeah they live with their grandma um, and so then they, she gets hurt, and then they bring in Uncle Rico, 
<laughs> Someone's got to watch him. Who's who's just he, he lives in a field in a van and just records himself throwing a football. Yep, and he's obsessed with 1982, which was the year that he lost. I'm guessing high school football game. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was unclear if it was college or high school, but knowing Uncle Rico, he probably wasn't playing in college. No, no, he was. He not. probably didn't make it to college. No, he did not. He. <laughs> Um, and we're also also his also uh, it also follows along with um, Napoleon's best friend that he meets in high school. Your mom goes to college, Pedro. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) I just I remember first seeing this movie like like DVD or whatever, and like not getting it. Yeah, like it was, it just came out, and then, um, like I don't know how long was it, but was it was a a few months or a, to a year? Finally, it just kind of took off. Yeah, it was became a cult. It, it was almost like our gen, uh, a little bit of our newer generation's Big Lebowski. I would not. Oh no, they're not the same level of quality. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Sorry, sorry, Cal. But... Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be good. I'll be good. Please, Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. He's so mean to her. What is it? A llama, right? Yeah, it's or is a it llama. Alpaca, whatever it is. It's a llama. Well, he's feeding it freaking like ham and ham or and, something. And, like, yeah, casserole. And it... It just doesn't even like phase. It just like backs away from him. <laughs> and then, so anyway, yeah. So then they introduce Deb, whose mom goes to college, mm-hmm. and well, I don't know. And she's trying to sell these bracelets, and she's supposed to be she's like this just as well. She's a little bit more awkward and quiet. Where Napoleon's also like he's awkward, but he's obnoxious. Yeah. And so Deb's trying to sell bracelets for college, and so she. Obviously, that's supposed to be his love interest. Which I don't even understand that part. There's no, like, there's no <laughs> chemistry whatsoever. Um, I mean, when he when he gets her stuff out of the locker because there's no room for his nunchucks. Yeah, I guess there's a little. Absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he actually? I think I can't remember. Did he pull the nunchucks out of his locker? I don't remember. I don't. <laughs> This movie, the movie well, was somehow both uh, like an like an hour and a half to also seven hours. You're just jealous, Napoleon, that I've been online all day talking to pop babes. Um, so the brother, I can't we, believe that Lafonda's real and everything. So yeah, yeah. Oh, oh well, hold on, let me get to that. So Lafonda, he's yeah, his girl online girlfriend is Lafonda. This is Napoleon's brother, Kim. who is a very small. Skinny, lanky, yeah, white kid. He th- he claims he knows quite quite Taekwondo. Does they go he? The, well, he thought he did. I thought he was. I thought he, was, I thought he, was, I thought he said he was. Be, he was trained to be an amateur cage fighter. Oh yes, you're right. He was trained to be an amateur cage fighter. And then, they, and they then he learns Rex Kwondo. Yeah, Rex Kwondo <laughs> gets his ass handed to him from the yeah from this guy who is doing fake martial arts classes with American flag pants. But it's revealed right now. We'll get. 
we're gonna spoil it, Napoleon Dynamite. Let's be honest. If you haven't seen it by now, I don't. I can't help you. But, um, or if you're avoiding it, you're not okay. But, um, what was I? Go- oh, when they're him, Kip, Uncle Rico takes Kip to the diner, and they ask him how his girl, Uncle um, Kip asks Uncle Rico how his girlfriend's going. He goes, "Oh, she left me all that jazz." He goes, well, "How's your girlfriend going?" She goes, "Oh, she's doing okay." He goes, "Yeah, just okay. What? Anything juicy details?" She goes. Well, she, he's like, what does she look like? And she, he describes her. He goes, but she's only sent me a picture of face, her, my, her face. She's not giving me any good body shots. And look, Uncle Rico get, Uncle Rico's like sitting back in the chair looking at it. And it reminded me of that in the scene from Clerks 2 <laughs> when the pillow pants comes up oh, in Rand- Randall's God. face. So it kind of reminded me a little bit of when he said, she's not giving me any good body shots. And Uncle Rico's just sitting there looking at him. <laughs> And then she ends up being real. And then totally transforms Kip into this other yeah. man. And, I mean, I, she liked him. I loved him, I guess. He, but he, anyway. I, yeah, so, it's really weird. Like, like, she, like, gives him, like, a chain. Like, a, like a real diamond chain with, like, a, a... Yeah. Like, an eagle on it and stuff. And, like, he wears, like... A... <laughs> Well, the, uh, so then there's a whole side story because he needs money to get her to the bus stop or to get her a bus to come see him. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Rico sees this as a, a plan to go sell Tupperware door to door. Yep. So this is a whole this is a whole subplot. So like as Napoleon's trying to, this almost feels get... like a pilot to a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> It's just explaining it is absurd because so <laughs> Napoleon is trying to get Pedro voted in as class president. He's hanging out with Deb and all that. And then Uncle Rico and Kip are doing their own thing, selling Tupperware. Yep. <laughs> like door-to-door salesmen. My, fa- my favorite part, though, of that whole sequence is that, like, <laughs> Rico hands the Tupperware to, like, uh, the uh, husband. Uh, it's actually, uh, please, call me. My friends call me Uncle Rico. <laughs> Uncle Rico. Sanding him somewhere to the husband that he's like selling the stuff to. He's like, try, try and tear that. He, 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 like, like, what, what do you mean you try and tear Tupperware? Yeah. And, really. and, and then he's like, uh, you, you can't, right? Yeah. It's that good. And then you go over to Kip, <laughs> who runs it over with a car, runs it over with the fan. <laughs> And it just immediately like, he puts it behind the wheel, starts the car, and the second it hits, it just like, blows everywhere. And he's like, "Yeah, darn it!" He's like, "Dang it!" He's like, "Oh!" He's like, "Oh, dang it!" And he just drives off, just leaves the lady standing there. <laughs> I kind of liked the scene where um, so Uncle Rico changes his whole plan. And now he's going to try and sell young women breast implants. <laughs> because Tupperware no, was enhancers. Oh, enhancers. Like, like, you're right. Like, like all natural enhancing. Like, oh, yes. Stuff. You're right. You're right. So he insults Deb, who Napoleon likes, who Pedro had asked out to the dance instead. That's a whole thing. And so he, Uncle Rico, very creepily, it almost seems like he's going to do something like, oh, he's going to go this way. And Angie, he's just too stupid. He just instead wants to give her the flyer for enhancers. And he tells her that Napoleon wants this. So she's all pissed at him. She calls him. 
So <laughs> Napoleon's solution is to wait by for his car to come by and throw oranges at his windshield. <laughs> And then Rico tackles him and actually loses to Napoleon somehow. Oh, God. I did. I did also laugh when Uncle Rico threw his steak. <laughs> he threw the steak at Napoleon's face while he's riding the bike. Oh yeah, because he's trying to prove that he would be still he's still a good quarterback. Yeah, he's like still got it, still got yeah. it. And I kind of like he's like talking to Kip, who's next to him while he does this. Like after he does that, like, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Back and throw the football over those mountains because they live in like Idaho or whatever." And like you see, like the yeah. Rocky Mountains in the background. <laughs> back and throw, back and throw football over the side of the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like when he goes to throw the steak at Napoleon. He takes Kip's steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And just chucks it. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, but I mean, I guess we also can't ignore the big moment. The mm. dance sequence. Oh, that, you know, it's funny you say that because not that long ago. What was, oh, it was this. It was a Seventh Heaven concert. <laughs> and did it do this when you were on the, that cruise somehow with them? What? Where they were playing the song, I can't remember what song it was, but they had Napoleon dance. They had the dance sequence in the back of their when they were playing. I don't remember that part. Oh, okay, they did it at the when I was at. Not that I I, I stumbled into it. I really didn't want to Good be there. God, I don't remember that. But oh uh, yeah, so this... Napoleon Napoleon's dancing. So I was kind of half hoping <laughs> that it was going to end up being an always sunny moment when they thought they were all dancing really well, but really it just didn't end up that well at all. Like, this was in Napoleon's head, him dancing that well. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't... I Honestly, I kind of understand why everyone starts rooting for him so hard when that song ends. And he, like, runs off stage. Well, I was reading some trivia on it, just because I had to find something to say. And um, I guess that's a combination... He actually danced to three different songs and he yeah, had different dances. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did yeah, he did three different dances to three different songs like over the course of an hour. Because it was like the last thing they filmed, they didn't have enough film though for it. Yeah. So and they then they up, spliced it together. Yeah, they just made so it's it's one song, but all like three different dance things that he did. Which I don't know. And I did I actually I with the bragging up that I forgot. The grandma in this movie is Max Mom in Always Sunny. Yep, yeah. 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 <laughs> or no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Max Mom. Max Mom. Oh man. Yeah, I, it's and it's not a, it's kind of a long movie, but it really doesn't need to be because we just kind of summed up the whole thing. <laughs> I don't understand what this thing is on some level. Oh, but Callie so here back to Callie, because this is her episode. <laughs> Yes, yes, my is best she, friend. She loves obnoxious and nonsense things. Like I said, I can watch this, and I know she's quoted everything. Like she, what is the her favorite was? Your mom goes to college, and then um, the other one she liked was uh, in the beginning when he gets on the bus, which for some reason he's with all little kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like ten year olds. Ten year olds. What are you gonna do today, Napoleon? Whatever I feel like. Gosh. And for some reason, throws a toy soldier out the window. 
and just trails it along, which is like, why? <laughs> but that's that's Callie. Is that she'll just do these things. It's like she wants that why reaction. Like, why, what's the point? Why? I mean, the <laughs> I, I just remember. Oh, because so another point is when he because he's not going to originally uh, take out Deb to the prom. He, he he's going to try and take out that Trisha girl, whatever. Well, he was going to ask Deb, but Pedro beat him. Yeah, to Pedro it. beat him to it. So he has to try and ask out this girl named Trisha, however, and he he draws a portrait of her, and it's the worst picture ever drawn. <laughs> That's the one part that actually made me kind of laugh. It's like she pulls out like this port, like 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 a note from Napoleon was like more more of this uh, <laughs> if you say yes. Or there's more, yeah, there's more to come if you no, say yeah, but... more, yeah, more to come if you say yes. It's the shittiest portrait drawn. <laughs> but prior to that, Napoleon goes to give her the note, but Uncle Rico's there trying to sell this woman t- her mom Tupperware. So Uncle Rico's like, oh hey Napoleon, and, you know all that. So he leaves. He goes, oh yeah, he still wets the bed and. He has all these night terrors. I really take care of him. So he's like seducing the mom. And it's the mom that forces this girl to go to prom because of Uncle Rico. She goes, you're going to say yes to this kid. And she's like all pissed. So she has to call him. And what does he I don't care what he says. He answers the phone. And he's all derpy. And I don't even remember what he said. But he's like, I, I have no idea what he said. I don't either. I don't even know how you could see because half the time he has his eyes closed in this movie. I, okay, I thought I was going nuts. I, <laughs> I'm like, why can't I see his eyes? I'm like, what, is this a copy I have? It's a Blu-ray. What the fuck? And uh, <laughs> I'm I like, why I, mean... I had bought it because I figured I'd, Callie would be, so whatever, then we'd watch it, but no, I, I'm like, oh man. I watched it on the Blu-ray. I didn't pay that much for it, don't get me wrong, but Look nice. I've I've seen it on TV and looks pretty shitty, but with you know, screen wise, but it looks nice on Blu-ray. Um, I don't even know what else to say about the freaking. I do um, like the, the two. But, but, uh... How about the wedding at the end? Spoilers: There's a wedding in the mid credits. Oh shit! I turned it off right when those credits hit. What happened to the wedding? I did too. <laughs> I did too <laughs> this time. What happened I did to the too. wedding? <laughs> Um, it's Kip and LaFonda's wedding. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, and that's Napoleon nice. rides in on it on a fucking white stallion. Oh, that's right. I do know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, that's the weird thing, too, is that this movie, they all kind of get their own happy ending, because... They do! <laughs> and I was just saying, like, no one, except for Pedro, no one's deserved this. <laughs> Except for Pedro, yeah, because Pedro's family's all proud of him because he wins class president. That's very nice. Uh, the grandma's back because she's with her llama. Uncle Rico's girlfriend shows back up, even though he's been banished back to his field. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> actually, this, uh, do you know that's actually um, the guy who plays Kip? That's his real wife? Yeah, his girlfriend, Uncle Rico's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. <clears throat> um, Was Uncle Rico at the wedding? I don't remember. Oh. I'm sure he was. I'll have to look at this. He has now. nowhere to go. And then Napoleon. Napoleon gets dead, but he won't. Uh, what's that? What's that called? Tetherball? Yes. I don't. I don't know how to play tetherball. So I don't know oh. what exactly. So how... there's there's supposed to be someone on the other side. <clears throat> so what you do is you um there's one person on each side and you hit the ball 
The other person hits it back. The goal is to wrap it all the way around to that person's side. So if someone misses, it's kind of, it's actually a fun game. Um, all you gotta do is hit it. You gotta miss some swing and then you hit it again. It's your goal is to tie it all the way up until it can't move anymore. The other person has to try prevent that from happening. And they're supposed to try and tie it all the way around. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I, I, yeah, I never played tetherball. So that, yeah, yeah. It, it's a two person game. So him playing by himself so you, is supposed to show how pathetic it yeah. is. Yeah. So you so you hit one so you, yeah, so you hit one way and then the other person's supposed to try to hit the other way and you're supposed Correct. to stop each other from getting all, uh, yeah, okay. Correct, yeah. Okay. Well, so that solved a year uh, it's a actually fun. Long I mystery. Actually, wait, they had a tetherball thing at our high school. Did they? they? Probably, yeah, they did. I played it. It was Where? Fun. Um I think it was in the field house. Hmm. It was like yeah. you could you could it was like on a tire, so you all they, they could just take it down whenever they wanted to. They just bring them back up. I might have seen it, but yeah, I never. They had they it. they had a couple. Had a, it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun playing it. So yes, now we know how to play tetherball. But uh, yeah, Napoleon gets his chance to play against another person, which is Deb. And uh, we've pretty much kind of out of order, but we've pretty much told the whole movie of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, this was definitely like the quirky indie movies of like mm-hmm. the two thousands. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because was two thousand six? I think around that five. Oh man, that's early. I mean, because like, I mean, like cause you have things like Juno also come out around this time a few years later. Like it's like very much like mm-hmm. that's the indie scene of being quirky. And weird, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Would I watch it again? Only with Callie, but ah, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's not a bad movie. It's really not a bad movie. Um, yet it's definitely there's a sense of humor for it, and Callie's sense of humor is written all over this movie. Um, I know obviously you don't know her as well as I do, but um, Wait, that's my best friend. Mm. That's right. That's right. The gun's pointed at your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you have anything left to say about Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, this will be short and sweet for Callie. She won't have to spend too much time listening to us, our nonsense. Although she can watch Napoleon Dynamite. It's an hour and a half of nonsense. <laughs> What's the other thing he says to that llama? He says something else. Um, I don't, I was was, he know you fail. Yeah, something like that. Okay, well, I think that will do it. Um, Callie, we really hope you enjoy the episode. Um, I'm sure you'll find another way to take us hostage to do another movie you like. But in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.